On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your host my name is chris and sitting next to me is the never matching jack skellington aka lissa walker white never matching lissa i have on halloween leggings christmas socks and chris's school on a t-shirt but it's purple so she's wearing purple orange, halloween colors and then and red, and red. so that's that, i think it looks repug this is not a visual medium so i don't need to dress up but i want people to understand what you look like right now, and you look nuts. But my hair is fixed and I have makeup on because I'm going out later. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> mm. You look you look fantastic. How are you this lovely Sunday morning? Good. You know, my favorite thing in the world, my favorite part of the day is that first sip of coffee. It is. I just, every, after that, the day is over for me. Well, it's, under, it's underrated because people take it for granted because, you know, that's the first thing you think of. You wake up, you're like, okay, coffee, good to go. But, like, I never not appreciate that coffee. I just love waking up, making my coffee, brushing my teeth and washing my face while my coffee's being made, getting my coffee, sitting down and reading and finishing my coffee. It's just that moment. There, are, but it's the best. There's definitely a difference between that first sip in the morning when you have to get out the door, mm. and no, no, the no. sip <clears throat> of Saturday and Sundays when you can relax and it, enjoy that coffee. Yes, it is a relax. The relaxation mm. sip. It, the coffee is totally different when you have to rush. When you can sit back. When you have and to relax, rush. It's essential. Yeah, yeah. There's you don't no. get a chance to appreciate. You just. It's like ah, oh, this is good. Thank God. But on Saturday and Sunday, it's like this is amazing. Thank you for the weekend. And I always look forward <clears throat> to the next day. Like, I'm in bed at night, and I'm like, man, well, I can't wait ta- to wake up. What we've talked about, your day consists of the countdown, getting back into bed. Yes. So it's getting back into bed and waking up and getting some coffee. Yeah. It's really special. Sidebar here. Why in the winter and fall time is it – Impossible to find a gas station in which their tire pressure machine works. That's on you because I've never done this before. It uh, it doesn't make a difference where you go. 7-Eleven, Sheets, um, Exxon, wherever, BP. You go up to get you know more tire, uh, more tire, more air in your tire, and all of a sudden it says error can't work. It's like it's not hard. All you do is just give out air, but it's always a malfunction is this the chris curmudgeon show right now no it's just i don't understand why it's such an issue it's so easy to to have it you know functional what else grinds your gears oh there's a lot that grinds my gears but we're not going on to that we're, we're being positive i just wanted to well, you know maybe man. somebody else has experienced this but my goodness man it's like the other day i had to go to three gas stations to find one that worked we have an air tire pressure we do machine. a machine we do now because of this so 
don't rely on the moral of the story is don't rely on people don't rely on anyone you're in this world by yourself on your own take care of yourself no one else is going to help you out. so i can't rely on you no all right ultimately at the end of the day you're going to die alone you're i gotta die alone what the hell are you talking about that's just my outlook on life like as much as i i need you i rely on you well you just said don't rely on well i i do rely on you but there are going to be moments when uh, you aren't here. And I think well, about... Well, hold on. I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about you're ultimately going to die alone. Like, that type well, of stuff. What the hell are you talking about? I just don't... Everything's fleeting, I guess. Clean this up. <clears throat> Clean this Everything up. is fleeting and don't get too attached. So... I just think about... I've told you before. Mm-hmm. This is very dark. But when my grandfather died and my grandmother... She, we're about to close the casket and she's like screaming wailing and she's like you told me you would never leave me and i was like damn okay that's that's too much but like that's that you you just you can't no that's too much and then like your grandfather would have rose up and be like bitch i didn't want to leave you but the good lord called me home so there's that sorry weird is they didn't even have to my understanding a good relationship relationship. maybe she was putting on for everybody it wasn't a good it wasn't a bad relationship it was just like a typical like I don't know, post-World War II relationship. and But, like, if you just think about that, like, and trust me, I have been to my share of funerals where it has been a mess with people just going crazy. Like, I I understand the, the passion there, but, like, to say something like that is just... Obviously, she wasn't thinking in her right mind because it's not like he had a choice. No, He didn't just, commit suicide, no. so <clears throat> it was like, he, no, he died. Did no, he have cancer? Just, yeah. Okay. Well, it was yeah. just a. He didn't sign up for I it. I don't know if she ever realized that he would never, he would never not be in her life. Like I don't know if she ever had that, and she probably relied on him a lot because she is my grandmother who had a lot of mental issues, was in and out of mental hospitals. So I don't know if she ever, I don't know if she ever even considered it. Like she needed him. Yeah, I know, to, but to survive. Just to say something like that. It's it's ridiculous. it's heart. It was heartbreaking. I was like, oh my. Yeah. I never want to need anything. Well, like if that. you die before me, mm-hmm. I definitely am not going to say you promise you never leave me. I I just tell the audience, like, well, she said I'm going to die alone. So, <laughs> can we hurry this exactly. up? Football's coming on today. That's the thing, though. It's like, well, <laughs> she didn't say that. <laughs> Guess can't be sad. Guess I'm going to go home and read a book in her honor. If nothing lasts forever, then why is love the exception? And why, oh, why, why are we? <laughs> Because I know we're not happy here. The song is called Hey Y'all, and you just murdered it. I wasn't murdered it. To sing. We weren't either. I wasn't expecting to sing to let this glorious noise out of these. No, this that throat. voice. That, how about this? That voice needs to die. Alone. I have a little phlegm going on. Oh, that's the excuse. That's it. I would just say because it sounded like crap. It was kind of like Enya. Or who's saying that? That's Enya. Yeah. It was like a mixture of Heya, Outcast Heya, and Enya. Return to Innocence. Don't knock that because that, that they, they have some Do you remember bangers. a couple of years ago we were just like listening to Enya songs? I, I listen, I Hold on. I listened to Enya and uh, what was it? Uh, In, uh, the Monk's even, Chant. Imogen Heap or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh, um, bohemian like. No. No. But the, no, I, Gregorian chant. No, but there is like a um, 
yeah. So the the group is called Bohemian something, but they it's Gregorian chant. I love that stuff. No, but I ain't nothing better than a good harmony. Sitting on that chair, you were on the couch, and it was late at night. The lights were turned off, yep. and we just started going through all of that type of music. Just it sounds we like a Saturday night. It sounds fantastic. That sounds like a dream to me. I don't understand why this is something crazy. Sounds awesome. Who's the other? And it was Enya, and there's someone else. That's what we were. That that's the conversation. There was some other artist that had similar music. That's what our discussion was about. Because we were getting songs confused. We'll have to we'll have to figure this out at a, a later date. You no, do, continue. I just I don't have to, anything else to say about Enya. For God's sake. No, stop. I wanted to. I can't ri- stall on this. I wasn't about stalling. I wanted to write down something so I didn't forget when we we're talking about Enya's the greatest artist alive. No, you're talking about like harmony wise, like that type of. Oh, it was. There's a song that I can't think of right now, but we th- we were both like, is that Enya or is that another artist? And I can't, I can't think of it. All right, but we'll, we'll, we'll post yeah. it at some point. I'm sure. Sure, yeah. Um, so your favorites. You've got something going on this week. I do. Which is a goal, right? Yes, I wanted to go to a storytelling event. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was drinking my coffee. When I participated in the storytelling <laughs> exercise or camp, Smack the day-long lips. camp, <clears throat> the day-long camp, that's when I get really self-righteous, when I smack my lips. Mm-hmm. And the I went to this camp through Story District, and they put on performances every now and then, and this month is Halloween and scary stories themed, which is one Wait, of my... F- who's the Irish guy who just said that? <laughs> <laughs> Halloween! Yeah, but then in the scary, scary stories... scary stories theme. That one, yep. And uh, Spooked is one of my favorite podcasts at this time of year. Mm-hmm. I'm a Halloween queen, and... All things Halloween from this point forward. You're the Halloween the, queen. It's not even a. Chris, the Spooked podcast will make your balls shrivel and invert into your body. So it is so good. The cold You'll be era. scared. Here, here's, here's my problem with you, is that you love Halloween so much and oh, it's so scary, but you can't watch one scary thing when it's not light outside. Yeah, I know. So then you're not Halloween queen. You're just like you put on. You're put on a front. I like Ooh, to Ooh, I love Halloween until 7.54 when the sun goes down. They I, don't talk to me about Halloween. I'm scared. Because this be, I don't want to be haunted. So you, if you watch something at 9 o'clock at night, you're going to be haunted? First off, I will watch a scary movie, but I have to know what's going scary on in scary movie. Exactly. That's, well, that's why I watch the same scary movies every Halloween. That's BS. You need to start watching some of these new scary movies. No, I don't want get, to. Well, then you're not all like, about that scary life. scary movies, like the ones that really scare me, that make me think about me dying and I don't like that what it just it really sometimes puts it into perspective like oh my god like I'm I'm a mortal I'm a mortal not I'm immortal you don't like, you don't realize those, that by just like, waking you know up what, and breathing you know what makes me think about that hmm. uh, vampires I don't like vampire genre mm, I love because vampire movies. it Ugh. freaks me out the idea of being alive for that long like it makes me want to cry thinking about it or the opposite your life's cut short and you have no... It's just like, zombies don't affect me that way. No other witches... Which which genre is my favorite of all the genres? Um, but yeah, there's something about that va- the vampire. It's just... It, it really makes me scared. Vampire genre is the best. 
yeah. and not the Twilight. No, even bullshit. Interview with the Vampire was like you have. I have this moment of like, oh my god, immortality. Like it makes me realize of my mortality. It just creeps me out. Oh, all right. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So your storytelling, you're excited about that. So yes, going to the storytelling thing with my sister, and she loves Halloween just as much as as I. You think so? Yeah. I thought I think you love it. She's more. a black cat named Salem. Yeah, I get that, but that's like a layup. That's easy. That's easy to name your cat a black cat Salem. Okay. Anyway. I just thought I thought I thought you were more passionate about Halloween. Um. No, we we're equally. Okay. We're, cool. I say we. I may engage more with the holiday on a more. A pu- so more you're louder public, about it. Yeah. Maybe. So you're the weaker one. Probably. So <laughs> she she has a she and I she and I have a have a thing. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as October first hits, we start sending each other gifts and videos and all that stuff. Did I see Halloween with her last year? You didn't see it with me because I saw it alone. Okay, I saw it alone too, I think. Mm. You sure? Probably. I don't, think, I don't saw- think she was, you know, we were planning to go together and then she couldn't for some reason, so I just went by myself. When did you go see that by yourself? I don't think. Probably I, the Sunday after you, you saw you, it. Oh, maybe that. Yeah, that's right, because it is football season. The off season of our marriage. Yes. There's that smacking of the lips again. I just sucked a, down some coffee, so. <laughs> you just what? <laughs> sucked down. Anyway, so going to that this week, and, you know, I'm getting ready for, and then the next weekend, which will be, by the time this airs, it'll be in the past, but going to Berkeley Springs, West Virginia with my family, the women in my family, we do this every year, my grandma, my aunts, sometimes my aunts, or just one aunt, my mom, my sister, me, sometimes my cousin, so that's fun. We just spend a weekend eating, going to the Apple Butter Festival, um, shopping, buying things, getting spa treatments. It's, it's quite nice. Looking at the fall weather, watching scary movies, doing a craft. This year we're doing mini apple pies with jack-o'-lantern faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So really kicking it off. Yeah, well, why you do that. That's like a dream for me because I get to watch TV all day long without anybody judging me and eating what I want and... I'm judging you. No, you're not. But from a distance. No, I don't care. Because judgment from a distance is no problem because I don't see it or sense it. You're too busy doing your own thing, so it's like... My grandma's always like, when are the Steelers playing? Where we got to change the channel? That's why your grandma is the realist. Leave. She's the realist. You girls don't like the Steelers? Watch football? It's like, grandma, No. And she's like, mm, damn All shame. she does, all she likes to do is get up and watch pirate games or something. Yeah, I don't no, know. it's so great. She supports the Pirates. She supports the Steelers. She's just a hardcore sports fan and loves Pittsburgh stuff. So that's great. Good for her. I love that about her. Yeah, that's nice. To me, I think that's her most endearing uh, trait. Mm-hmm. Is it? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just think it's awesome. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on just a little bit uh, before we get into our big thing. I want to quickly talk about dreams. Mm. So a long time ago when I was little, I watched Freddy Krueger 
and I'm sure I wasn't supposed to because I was way too little to watch it. Did your sister make you watch it? I'm sure she did. Or was it your brother? No, it was always my sister. (laughs) It was always my sister who showed me things that I should not have seen. Ten years older. Ten years older and treated me as though I was her son. And (laughs) she thought it was funny for me to see, like, scary things. And then she would give me shit about it afterwards. Uh, I still haven't forgiven her for making me watch Carrie. I s- mm. still scared of that movie. And she, we watched, for some reason, we watched that movie at like 10 o'clock at night. And I was up. How and old were you? I, I can't remember. But I remember the lights were off. We were downstairs watching it. And like the movie was over. And I was terrified to go into my room and go to sleep. <laughs> I'd be surprised if I got any sleep whatsoever. But back to the Freddy Krueger thing. I watched Freddy Krueger. And I have to say, we're watching... Um, Freddy this morning, one of the a remake of, of the yeah. r- original or a reimagination the, of the original. The premise of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, to me, is without question the best of all the horror movie uh, horror movies. Anyway, mm-hmm. your thoughts? I would agree. I I have never had an issue sleeping, but after I saw that movie for the first time. I was terrified to go to sleep, and you can't avoid sleeping, which is what makes the premise of that so horrifying. And that's how I get you, because every single slasher movie, you're like, well, you can get away from I it. just wouldn't go to the camp. Yeah, you can that's talk easy. yourself out of, like, Well, you can most, talk yourself out of anything. Yeah, most of the, most of the scary things. Like, so, Crystal Lake, I won't go. Yeah. The well, Ring, I won't watch well, a, VCR, a VCR tape. Right, <laughs> like, you, can, you, can, you can distance yourself. But yeah. that's why um, Possessions demonic possessions are also something that you can't escape them it's it it is a like a claustrophobic feeling you're trapped same with sleeping like you just there's no way you can get out of these basic functions and freddie will get you and 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 it just it, it it is it is terrifying yep our neighbor she showed us when we were probably let's see we were over their house she had a son who was kind of the youngest in the group. He was probably like six, five or six. And she showed us Friday the 13th. Or, hold on. No, Nightmare on Elm Street. Sorry, mm-hmm. I, always get, I always get those confused. And my sister was probably six or seven. I would have been ten. And my sister was terrified. Mm-hmm. She came Rightfully home, so. couldn't sleep. My mom was livid that uh, our neighbor yeah, would show. I would be too. A, a Freddy Krueger movie yep. to children. Yep. And like she called her. <laughs> she was so angry. And she said something like, I don't know. I don't know what the woman's retort was, but she said something like, like it's it's natural. Like it's um, nothing natural about it. Something You're about it was natural. And my mom's response was, well, so is having sex, but you don't do that in front of your son either. <laughs> She's like, like well. <laughs> It just and also if your six year old's interested in Freddy Krueger, I'm not a parent, but there might be some red flags there. Yeah, exactly. Not telling anybody how to parent. Yeah, and he but, would uh, yeah. go around our neighborhood, and he was like the the. You said he. He was like Mm-mm. the dorkiest of dorks. Was he or he, was he a? He was a dork who uh, would his mom wouldn't want him to use his brakes on his bike, so he used to stop his bike with his feet. Like the Flintstones? Yeah, because his mom was worried. Like she had weird, illogical concerns about safety when it, like things like that for some reason. So, but uh, not about him being exposed to horrific, violent so a media. Future mass shooter. 
Because um, he wasn't raised properly? Uh, yes, but we'll talk offline how he doesn't fit the mold. Oh, got it. I mean, you could tell me. You could. We don't have to talk offline about how he doesn't no, fit the fine. mold. No, we're fine. We're good. Uh, what was I going to say about that, though? Oh, and he used to go around our neighborhood and he'd say, One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Nah, screw that. He's a shooter. <laughs> Forget it. If he's going to go around and do stuff like that, that's that's rude. You're gone. Was he bleak? He was half black, yes. Oh, well, never mind. Well, we did have the sniper. Yes, you did. We did have you the sniper. You do claim that. I don't claim anything. I'm just saying that guy happened to be black. And so did the other military dude, Christopher, whatever his name was. Big, bald, black guy. Oh. It was a military type deal. Was that the shooting in D.C.? It was like Virginia was Beach or something. In, something oh, like he shot the cop. Well, there have been a number. But but by the way, we can, we can count about, on one hand we and we know the names. terrorists versus serial killers? Like, there's a, right. there's a difference. I know, I know. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because as this movie was playing, we both talked about it. And it was like, you know, out of all of these, I get it. You know, you've got the exorcist and you got things like that. And, of course, those are really scary. But everybody goes to sleep. And that's when Freddy gets you is when you're asleep. It's like there's no getting away from that horror. And whoever, Wes Craven, who, whoever came up with this, man, kudos to you. That is just terrifying. Mm-hmm. All right. So speaking of terrifying, let's get to our topic of the day, which is the time we went to a nude beach. We're going to a throwback. Yeah, throwback sesh. Throwback. We haven't talked about... um, Previous goals. Yeah, we need to dedicate some time on these podcasts to discuss some of the older goals we have that, you know, we haven't maybe talked about in a while that have... That we're entertaining and... And that people still talk about and ask us. So it's like, we might as well talk about it here. So... Ask me questions. Ask me questions. Mm, there was a whole lot of asking questions. Um, so you want to give the backstory of why you decided to I, do this as a goal? Yeah, I and do. And I'm going to get more coffee. Okay. There were a few years where I was in the midst of some body image issues. And I was working through some of my anxieties and fears and 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 issues and i thought that something because i'm a rip the band-aid off type of gal that one of the things that could really get me over and through my body image issues is to be nude in front of other people so i decided to add um and i there i guess i shouldn't say rip the band-aid off there had probably been some other baby steps along the way but this one was um like i did a nearly naked mile i ran with just a sports bra on and shorts. So there were things along the way that I tried to uh, tried to do to get myself out of this negative headspace as it concerned my, my beautiful body. Chris is now hovering behind me, which is not the way I like to operate. Do you have something to say? No, I'm just waiting on my coffee. Okay. I, to make sure that- I don't know why you could make your coffee before I had a cup. Now I'm having another one. Did you have to do it now? Yeah. Uh, did you talking. have to interrupt my story? He's so rude. Anyway, so I added, I forget which year it was, but I added go to a nude beach on my bucket list. And I researched nude beaches in the United States. And surprisingly, unsurprisingly, they are few and far between. Not many nude beaches mm-hmm. in the United States. But... I discovered this one nude beach. Where? In New Jersey. Of course. In New Jersey. 
in New Jersey. <laughs> so for my birthday that year, I decided that that was, that was going to be the time that I would complete this goal. And it was pretty nerve-wracking because I had had these moments beforehand, like, what if I see someone I know? How do I – because every time Chris and I go somewhere, he ends up seeing someone. And he was joining me, so he was going to be nude with me. Oh, there's the lip smack. And the uh, – I was like, what happens if I see someone, like, I haven't seen for 10 years? Like, what do you do on a nude beach? Do you hug? Do you – is there, like, you give a handshake? Like, what are, what are the protocols? Big so started, old bear hug. I started getting kind of nervous about that aspect more than just being <clears throat> nude. And we – what's the beach called? Do you remember? I've totally forgotten. No, don't remember the we'll, – we'll, again, we'll have to post something. For some reason, Gravelly Point is coming to me, but no, that's not that. obviously not. That's um, where the f- planes fly, fly low here. in Alexandria. <laughs> the, the beach itself is really nice considering, like, where you are, you get to see the skyline of New York. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's really cool, and, and you understand why people would go there and just hang out. I'm not familiar with New Jersey beaches, but it was, it's here. definitely f- close to, I mean, it's close to other famous beaches. This is just a separate little area of nudity that exists on this, like, I don't know if it's a peninsula or something that just, there's a j- jut, like a land that, piece of land that juts out in the coast. It, Anyway, so we get to the nude beach, and... Gateway National Recreation, Sandy Hook? Sandy... It was in the Sandy Hook area. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we... Thankfully, I have a ride-or-die in Chris. I'm down. And he... Um, excitedly joined me. I don't know if a, that's the word I need to well, use. Well, no, not the word I that's not use. the way I felt. I was just... I don't have that issue. Like, I'm nude, you're nude, everyone's nude. Who cares? Like, it's not, for example, I know a lot of guys are, mm, let's say, shy or bashful because maybe they are scared that people will judge their endowment. Dinglings? Yeah, sure. Here's the thing. Whether it's huge, whether it's small, like the one comedian said back in the day, it's not like you went cheap and ordered it from Walmart and had the choice. It's what you were born with. Yeah, but you have to understand that as a woman, I am told every single day that every single part of my... But hold on. One second. No, 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 no. Close those lips. No, no, we're talking... What I'm saying with the reason why... Hold on. Wait. Wait, wait. Oh, my God. The reason why I felt comfortable is because I'm talking about guys. I know. And I'm trying to compare. I'm going to bite your hand. Nope. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish my point. My point is... For me, I don't care because all guys are created the same. Like, we we were born and this is what we got. For women, I get why it's such a struggle because you have been told from a very young age, you need to do this, you need to look this way all of the time. So I get that. I'm telling you why it wasn't an issue for me. Well, first off, you have a great body, so there's that. Secondly, think about this. But thank you. The only thing that society tells you that, like, your dick isn't small enough or is... (laughs) Excuse me? Like, society only focuses on, for the most part, like, 
your dick size for men. So that's really the only area that men probably feel like they're they're self-conscious about it. Because sure. imagine if every single part of the male body, from your fucking armpits to your kneecaps to your breasts to your Listen. chests to your head yes. to your nose Wait, to your eyes I, to your hair. Did I everything. not say that? I know, but that's my point is like you just said that guys might feel a little bit – guys feel less self-conscious because the only – they – that you just said that you're all created equal. Anyway, you just said that you're, you don't have the same issues as I do, and I was trying to explain why, but you explained it before I did. That's I knew you were. But sa- I was trying you, to get at. But you cut me off, and you weren't <laughs> letting me finish my point. We were going to say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but I wanted to say it. That is so stupid. No, it's not because this is my goal. <laughs> right. So again, I don't care. You're gonna no. Like, of course you don't. Judge me. Cool. Judge me. Oh, what did I score? Like, I, I don't care. So I was more than happy to um, join along. And I, I think for me looking at you, I think as you got there and you started to see the type of people that were there, um, people did not give a fuck about and, yeah, anything. And, and that's the type of, that's the attitude I had. And I felt this way in Miami too. I was I was worried that I had to look like perfect or... I mean, not perfect, as good as I can possibly look. And, you know, trimmed here and there and whatever it is. And no Stop looking at videos. Showing Stop looking at, like, I don't. Will Smith Miami videos. I don't. What? Welcome That's my reference? Can you give me something more recent? Anyway, when I, went, when I went to the nude beach, when I went to Miami beach, it was like nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. And that's the type of attitude. It's so counter to our society that profits off of all of our self-doubt. And there are these little hubs of 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 places where people don't care and you can be free and let loose. And the only thing that you're there for is to enjoy the sun on your sunburnt nipples. And it was wonderful. And, and sure. And the and I, I mentioned I I had never seen so many penises before in my life at mm-hmm. one time. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And I just, so I took, we took our clothes off. We walked to the water. We put our feet in because God forbid we put any of our other parts in. And we were there for, I don't know, 30 minutes maybe. Maybe a little longer because yeah. we sat down for a while. We didn't have a, we didn't have an umbrella. Yeah, but a lot of people, they had umbrellas, lawn chairs. Oh, they, they were, were out the there. They were there for the day. But we didn't have out. all that equipment. So otherwise, we, maybe we would have stayed longer. But I I'm, I would get burnt, and I can't deal with that. I, spe- I mean, God, I can't even show a shoulder without getting burnt. Imagine my entire body parts that have never seen the sun before. Right. So to have, to be naked on the Atlantic beach with other nude people... It was empowering, made me feel free. And like everyone's smiling, whatever. No one's like, you know, staring at you or anything like that. And if they are, who cares? They're all it's on not the same some page. dude walking around with like a heart on trying to chase girls around. That's not what we experienced anyway. Well, only you. Yeah, only me chasing you. <laughs> Come here, girl. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously. Just joking. That didn't happen. No, it didn't. But not there anyway. <laughs> Don't talk about stuff like that. I'm just being stupid. That doesn't happen with us. Anyway, no. these maybe it's the flowers that smell. Do you smell that? Oh, it could be. Ew, gross. It uh, could be your breath. It could be my breath. It's not my breath. I, well, it could be because I tried one of those fried pickles and mm, ranch things. That's not which, your breath. Oof. So the 
we were there and I remember all I wore that day was lipstick and I remember thinking it was funny we had these people who were very friendly who were next to us Mm -hmm. and we come back from hanging out in the water for a little bit and she you know they're talking whatever she looks at me she goes I love your lipstick color what is that so then we get in a conversation about Mm -hmm. the shade of lipstick I'm wearing while my my tits are out so it was a it was a really it was it really helped me shed my puritanical ways that's what did it yeah and then you know the next year i think i was like because what i do when i go to the gym is i take off my clothes very discreetly yeah i mean but that's not i know you do it now i get it but like i don't need your balls in my face either so let's be discreet you don't have to show it there's a difference between being discreet because i'm so afraid of my body being out and being respectful i'm not i don't there's a happy balance between like hiding in shame and like standing putting one leg up on captain morganing a gym bench while i have no pants on or like i've experienced before seeing someone captain morgan a bench and then blow dry their (laughs) asshole because i've seen that twice in my gym experience that that's not even a joke that's true so unless you're in and besides that point um, That's my favorite gym story. When you get older, when you're like old and you just don't give a shit about anything, you can walk around butt-ass naked and don't care. I just, that's that's what I aspire to. I would like to not care about anything. I don't want to care about, and I didn't, typically don't care about what people think of me, like my character or personality, but my body is the last thing about it. Like I want to be able to, to walk around at in a bath in a gym bathroom sure. going to the shower totally naked and mm-hmm. it should be totally fine it is totally but fine there, you're the only is, one that puts I the pressure I'm on the issue, i am the issue and yep. and i have i have tried to get over that and i will i will talk about this there was a defining moment in my life that that made me realize that i i, I was focusing too much on my self-hate as far as my body goes and this was like the pinnacle of it where I just shed a lot of the issues that I had this was before I was diagnosed with MS so that does change your viewpoint too when you have an issue that can affect like can potentially cripple your body and you're like okay instead of thinking how shitty I look and how much I hate my body to have gratitude over every single thing like my legs work like that's sure. huge yeah, like absolutely. I can walk I can go to the bathroom unaided all of these things that really change your perspective so it was before I was diagnosed which was really like the last thing that I was like shut up but so this one I was in the gym I was getting changed and I was so disgusted with my like I'm looking at my stomach I'm like oh I'm like so doughy my stomach's fat I hate myself. Like, what's the point of going to the gym? What's the point of going to spin for 45 minutes if this is how my body is going to look afterwards? And I see in the corner of my eye another gym goer, and she has perfectly toned abs. She's all tan. And she turns around, and she doesn't have an arm. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what? And I don't – I'm not using someone else's issue, like, to make me feel better. It wasn't about me feeling better. It was – me looking at myself, seeing her and saying, the fuck do you have to complain about? Like, shut up about how much you hate your body. Like, shut up. So from that day forward, I have not had those dark thoughts about my head, or about my head, (laughs) about my body. And instead, again, that moment of like, such obvious, shut up, you're stupid. And I haven't seen that girl 
sent. So I'm not sure if she was some she was sent from angel. God. Yes. Yep. And then with the MS, it's like instead of complaining about the things that I don't like, instead focus on the things that I appreciate and am grateful for, which is everything you should, my body does. You should tattoo like I have MS on your head so that other people who are thinking the same thing at the gym could be like, she has MS. Yeah, what so I, I can be that about? person. Yeah, and you I've, can be the same. I have thrown that card around before when... That card stays ready. When no, shut up. That's, when there are things in my in people in my life who complain about things, and and I I'm like I'm, they're complaining in front of me, and I'm like just a reminder, like you, it's kind of a slap in the face for someone to hear these types of things. It could be for sure. So I just want to just want to remind you, like you can complain all you want about how you feel about yourself, but yeah. because I I've been there before, but it's a little bit difficult to hear. Yeah. From now that I've, I'm in the place that I am. Well, it's because people need to put things into perspective. Right. And if if I can't be that person to help put things into perspective, like I can help put things into perspective for sure. other people. And just like I would have appreciated it for me, which I did. It, it put things into, certain things put things into perspective in the past. And I realized that when you're in your head, it's hard to get out really hard to get out of your head and oh no matter God, what yeah. if someone says well yeah. what about this thing and doesn't make at a least difference you have that. it's like well i'm no. not dealing with this so yeah. what do i care it doesn't make a difference when you're in your head it's it is super tough to get mm-hmm. out of it no matter what anybody else says so i get that so for sure and i remember having moments where you know i've and i've turned i've talked about <clears> this before i turned to volunteering because i was like i need something to focus on that is, I need to get out of my head. I need to stop focusing on myself. Because what would happen is you go down a spiral of, I'm so self-centered. Yep. And how can I think, I'm consumed with thinking about myself. This is unhealthy. So then I get angry that I'm my brain is going to that. So it's like this never-ending cycle of self-loathing. Yeah. And it's very unhealthy. And I... Every single day, yeah. you need to appreciate everything. Just like you said, to start off this entire podcast, you appreciate your first sip of coffee. Mm-hmm. It could be something just like that. It could be, I'm appreciative I woke up this morning. Oh, gosh. I'm yes. appreciative that I'm able to, to see walk today. around. I get go to hear to, today. Yeah, you get everything. But we, like, again, I'm not saying that we're, you know, we need to do better. It's impossible to not take things for granted. But every once in a while, you know, unfortunately what happens is, it takes a death. It takes something like that where people are like, oh my God, like I'm so happy for my health. I'm so happy for my family. I'm so happy for my job. I'm so happy for everything. It, people don't get that day to day. They need to, and I'm just as guilty as everybody else. It's too hard to Even when I be remind Chris of everything. Chris, I have a mess. Yeah. Like I said, that card stays ready. I get it. It's like, I'll get pissed off because the Packers will lose today and Lissa will come in and be like, I have MS. <laughs> it's like, thanks. Thank you. I don't cool. do that. Cool. Moving on. Yeah, right. When you judge me, that's what I hear. I have MS, you piece of shit. Don't worry about a football game in which you have no control over. I mean, maybe. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah exactly. That's exactly All what you, okay, maybe that's Thank what you, you should much. hear. I appreciate it. Yeah. Mm. So it was a fun experience. What did you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I shared my thoughts. I thought. Did it you? Was, yes, I did. I thought it was fun. Um, How'd your body feel in the sun, all of its parts? Yeah, felt, felt good. Warm. It felt good. Comforting. I will say the only natural. thing that was weird was that I was wearing a hat. Oh. Because I didn't want my bald head to get burned. So it's like you're wearing a hat and nothing else. It's kind of stupid. 
I did at times wear the hat, but yeah, I thought it was. Um, I wish there were more. I understand why there aren't, but I wish there were more. I don't understand why there aren't. I do because there's not people who think freely like that. It's simple to understand why our society, and also, whew, the flip side of this is cell phones. Mm. And if someone takes a picture of someone and they share that out, that I mean that is out there. Yeah, but and that's why these. That's another reason why you have people who are like minded who aren't there to mm-hmm. capitalize off of your like shaming you right. in any way. But just as easy as it was for us to go, yeah. who don't usually go, someone could be like, you know what? I'm going because I know other people go. I'm gonna take pictures and I'm gonna share that shit everywhere. I'm gonna yeah. use that as leverage and like that. To a lot of people, me included, that would be terrifying. Imagine a teacher that went there and someone took a picture and then shared that online. I mean, come but on. But you can't go there and wear clothes. No, that's so the there, person, there are, there's a, so a no. That's fine. But let's just say that there was someone who took their clothes off. Yes. Took a seat. Sure. And then just started taking but pictures of people. An, there is a there the, there's an the assumption is that the person who took the photo was also nude. So yeah, like, what it, type of leverage do you have? Yeah, that person was nude, but you don't know that they were taking pictures until the next day when they start sharing that stuff. So you're going in there assuming that you're going to have a good time until the next day you realize someone who was nude took pictures, and it's like, yeah, I that that is that's that's a bad look. Well, that could be really scary. Again. You go into it, kind of the golden rule or the platinum rule, whatever that rule is. Where but it's it only like takes others. one person, just oh, like anything else, to fuck it up for everybody. But you know, we didn't experience that. I took photos of you, okay, well, without you knowing, and I can't cool. wait to share them. It's only taking you all these years to say that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, I'm okay, but yeah, it was fun. It's a good time. Maybe it's good that there. I mean, it it takes it's more difficult to get to a place that that's. Yeah. That, that is far away and they're so few and far between that it is tr- it is treated like a totally different experience than any, any other beach experience so people don't behave yeah, like that hope. and recklessly and yep. but shout out to that beach fun mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. yeah that was a fun goal yep All and right. we got just a little a little break on my birthday i like traveling on my birthday mm. i mean traveling for my birthday i don't mm-hmm. always like traveling on my birthday I remember getting a hot dog on the way home, which was probably a pr- appropriate snack to get. I don't. <laughs> we stopped at a Did night. I eat a hot dog? Only me. I'm about to say, I didn't eat you a hot dog. You ate clams. I did not. I'm just joking. What the hell are you talking? <laughs> I was trying to that's find so a gross. euphemism. That's so oh my gross. God, you're so slow. God, that's so stupid. <laughs> but I really, I did eat a hot dog on the way home. All right. Okay. <sighs> I like to I like to gross Chris out so that he is just speechless. He no, tries we, to do no. The actually, that's not true. We did we stopped by a place. I ordered fish. The diner snapper. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, gross. All right, we're done. Mm, pleasant. Yep. Enjoy this. Enjoy this nude podcast. Mm-hmm. Little actually, do you know, we're yeah. nude right now. Well, if you you gave it away, what I was wearing earlier with yeah. my Halloween. Yeah, but you took it off as I went to go mm-hmm. get coffee. They didn't need to know that. Yeah, you're right. But your hair still looks good. Yeah, you still have your hat on. Okay, I don't. <laughs> have a great. We should do a podcast in the, the nude. In, uh, sure. Have a great 
rest of your week. And we'll talk to you soon. Say something. Bye, friends and family and foes. Family. I really hope my family's not listening to this one. I hope they are. Okay. Bye. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.